Hey, before we talk rugby league with our good mate Jared Cronin, just a reminder, the one New Zealand Warriors face the West Tigers in the NRL pre-season match this, uh, this Thursday at Mount Smart Stadium. It's for members only. So if you want to get to the game and be a member, well, SCNZ wants to help you out by offering a 10% discount on all One New Zealand Warrior memberships for a limited time. Go to warriors.kiwi, sign up using the enter code SENZ23, so you'll get the 10% off, plus you'll go on the draw to an assigned 2023 jersey. There are other huge benefits being a member. Having been around that club and seen what the members get up to, they have a hell of a lot of fun on game day. It's such a cool community. So be a member and be a member quick, and SNZ will give you a 10% discount on that membership. Go to warriors.kiwi and use the code word SNZ23. I wonder if our good mate uh, Gerard Cronin from uh, Warriors Anonymous is a member. Are you a member? Uh, not currently, because I'm, oh. I'm actually based in Australia. Oh, you can so, be. Uh, but hang on a minute. You can be a member in Australia too. You know, they do oh, have well, like a they do have like a should be here but living in Australia membership. Yeah, it's, it's sort of a it's a funny one. It's, you don't really get a heck of a lot for the uh, the membership over here. Whoa! Don't you be hating now? Don't you be hating now, pal? Hey, um, I see I see our SG ball team, not ours, the Warriors SG ball team. Uh, first round already is I don't know why it's come around so quickly. Under Adam Blair, they got they got a win against South Sydney, only ten eight. But the the key word coming out of all of this is defence. You were there. Talk to me about it. Yeah, so it was a uh, beautiful day at Redfern Oval um, in South Sydney, and uh, yeah, it was it was blazing sunshine out there, nice and hot for the players playing in sort of you know, 25, 26 degree heat. Uh, and I got to say, heading along to the game, my expectations for this Warriors side weren't actually that high, uh, albeit that they had only you know re-emerged into the competition. So after a couple of years of, of obviously COVID uh, ruining things, um, so they'd only just re-entered the competition at all. So I was wondering how they were going to be in terms of, you know, get into the SG ball standard. But man, oh man, was I wrong. That was, uh, they, they, they came out, they, they put in a wonderful display. Uh, it, was, it was full of guts, full of resilience. Um, and, you know, just a lot of uh, a lot of heart and what you want to see in your side. Uh, also, the, the first thing that struck me as I got to the ground, uh, watching these teams warm up, both the Rabbitohs and the Warriors, but this Warriors team is big. They've got some huge human beings. So uh, <laughs> that's, mate, that's that's actually not unusual. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the, the Warriors can produce some very big teams of the past. You know, that can I just take a little sidebar here for a minute? Uh, it always seems when Australian teams face the Warriors in first grade, they say they're really big. But in recent years, you would know more than anyone. They haven't been that big. What you're probably going to see now is the next generation, and there will be a lot of big humans in the first grade side. Yeah, well, if the SG ball side is anything to go by, I tell you what, it's uh, it's hard to know without having seen more games across the, the actual league because there's mm. about 16 teams in that grade. Uh, but I can tell you that man for man, looking at the Rabbitohs team versus the Warriors side, uh, yeah, there, there was quite a, a decent size difference there. It was, it was almost like you're looking like a, like a Ken Mole or sort of clone out. <laughs> <laughs> who impre- who, did anyone uh, stand out? Yeah, tell you what, uh, I was really impressed by, first of all, the, the captain, Tannis, that was Smith, um, led from the front, and ran hard all game. Um, and also uh, the, the fullback, um, Nambolisi, uh, the, uh, the, the Fijian fullback, had 
he actually showed a, a little bit of uh, you know star potential there uh, for what he's got. He was he was actually disallowed a, what would have been a wonderful try in the second half. Actually thought he was a bit hard done by because yeah, the referee called it back for a double movement, but I actually didn't think it was. Uh, but albeit I may be slightly biased. Uh, but the what really impressed me the most, apart from the defence and, and how they came together in the second half, and just stuck it out to the end. Uh, in terms of the individual players, I actually was really impressed by the entire back row. Uh, that was Fatia Lofa, Yedemir, and Halasima. Uh, these guys, again, big human beings, uh, but these guys went for the full 70 minutes. They did not come oh. off at all. They were playing out there in the, the blazing sunshine, as I mentioned, and they didn't miss a beat. They were, they were on, they were physical in the tackle, they were making big hits, and they were strong carrying the ball, and they just, they just went all day. So uh, I think those guys really stood out to me. Was there any? Did they not because of the heat? They didn't play in quarters. They they had a couple of drinks breaks. Yeah, uh, okay. Sort of midway through each half, so just to kind of manage things. Um, so yeah, just to- so so Jared, when we talk about that, and that's that's a big call playing young men uh, seventy minutes. What does that tell you about the mindset of coach Adam Blair? Yeah, well, uh, it says a lot actually. There's a really strong bond the side. Uh, I didn't actually get to speak to Adam uh, personally, but I did speak to the assistant coach, Ali Makawi, after the game. And he said that the the bond amongst the team is really strong. Uh, And he mentioned that there were nine players in the squad who had actually featured in the uh, Pacific Youth Cup uh, previously uh, that all played for Tonga. So there's already a a good sort of uh, nucleus of of guys who know it and um, you know, really play for each other, and everyone who who else has come into the this Warriors SG ball side, they're all really bought in, and you can just see the the closeness amongst them. Um, you know, even the the body language after the game and, and, and during it was, you know, they were they were right there, someone to make an error, say, and and you know the teammates would get around them and say, you know, it's, it's all right, we got your back. So uh, it's it's really um, a wonderful set of values to see. Gerard, you're playing South. They was playing South Sydney, which has a huge huge uh, junior base so put the win in perspective it's only round one of the SG Ball Cup which is an under 19 competition I would have thought though a win against a club like that at this stage is a strong sign of where maybe this team can go yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, it is hard to really get a gauge on it this early, as, as it will be for you know for all ra- uh, for all grades, shall I say? Um, but yeah, you're right. The Rabbitohs traditionally have a really strong junior system. A lot of guys coming through, and, and you know they graduate all the way up to the top grade as well. So uh, yeah, to get a good win against these guys, especially you know away from home, that was a big win, um, and it, you know it does set the tone. I think that these guys, the, the Warriors boys, they uh, they could be looking for a, a pretty good season ahead. Alrighty, uh, I had a text in on our Tampa Bedpost text line. Uh, I want to I want to know how well connected you are. Of course, uh, Fletch is, is saying Brian Fletcher is saying that Roger's going to the Chooks. What more on that? Is there any more rumblings? Yeah, uh, I haven't been able to uh, really tap into any major connections on on that front. Um, I've had a, yeah, I've been asking Fletch, but he's he's, he's pretty cagey on, uh, on his sources. Obviously, you've got to protect your uh, informants, or maybe it's just wishful thinking <laughs> on his part, behalf uh, to try and get you know Roger back to the Chooks. But uh, I'll let you know. I, I live sort of not far away from that sort of area, so I'll, I'll keep my eyes and ears open. Oh, you better, Roger, you better, because if I have to ask you, if I have to ask you again, you better have an answer for me. I, I I'm just not, I'm just not sure. There's, there's no rumblings this side uh, as far as Roger Tuivasa-Shek is going. And I think if he was going to go, he'd go. 
Wouldn't you? I mean, Super Rugby is not too far away. If he wasn't going to play Super Rugby and go to the Chooks, he'd be gone by now. Yeah, I would have thought it would be. Um, it was kind of strange timing for all the rumours to pop up because um, it's you know we're, we're heading into a World Cup year in, in rugby union, uh, and you'd think he'd at least stick around to try and give that a red hot crack, which you know he's still got every chance of succeeding. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting to see what the timing would be on that. If that's say maybe he might sign and start you know back in the NRL for next season, perhaps. Um, because yeah, other than that, the timing is a little bit strange all around. Just stay there for two seconds. I just want to give uh, people the the nod on the scores in SG Ball: Sharks forty two, Tigers twenty four, uh, Bulldogs twenty six, Dragons fourteen, Raiders pump the Storm sixty six zip, uh, twenty eight twenty two in favour of the Eels over the Roosters, the Magpies forty, uh, the Seagulls eighteen, Warriors ten. Rabbitohs 8, the Steelers 14, the Panthers 16. Now we get to talk something that you love, and I'm still upset that the Cowboys didn't do it, but they just, their their last games, and they run their last game into the playoffs, and they just didn't look like the goods. So let's talk Super Bowl, shall we? You want to talk about a Super Bowl? Oh, mate, I've always cared to talk about the Super Bowl, absolutely. (laughs) So this is is a fun one because you've argued, it's fun in the sense of you've got arguably the two best teams, most consistent teams from the season. You got the Philadelphia Eagles featuring uh, Patrick. Is it Patrick Mylata, the uh, the young ex Rabbitoh? Uh, well, almost rugby league player. Is it Patrick Mylata? No. Uh, yeah, Jordan Mylata. I was close. I was in the. I was in the alphabet. I was in the alphabet. Jordan Mylata, who's protecting Jalen Hurts, and you've got, of course, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Right from the get go. Right from the get go, who wins this one? Well, look, uh, I know that the Eagles are quite heavily favoured in this one. And to be fair, uh, they, they really should be. Uh, Why? I, I, I'm going to go for the upset. I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. I, I, I'd back Mahomes. Um, uh, I'll, I'll have blind faith in his ability uh, to, to lead the team to, you know, to, to take on any side. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the Eagles uh, – Positionally speaking, they've got everything covered across the field. Um, their offensive and de- defensive lines are the best in the NFL. They are the number one team at getting to the quarterback and sacking them. And they showed that uh, in the last game against the, uh, the 49ers, who have pretty good offense. Um, and, and just generally all around, like, they, they came out and gave the 49ers a good spanking, um, despite having them come in on uh, a red hot run, um, so they they do deserve. I believe. I, I think they've been the best team overall for the entire NFL this year. The Eagles, uh, but like I say, my man Mahomes, he, he makes magic. He is a he's he's not a quarterback. He's he's not an artist. He's an artiste. Oh he wow! Goes out there you, you, you mate, you're dribbling. You're dribbling from the mouth. <laughs> just, just stop for a minute. Just stop for a minute. Yeah. So I'm going to stop you from dribbling by asking you this question. He won on one leg in the key game. He won on one leg. Would you, going into a Subo, be quietly nervous still, regardless of that performance, or is that a performance that will make a team lift for their QB? I, I think it might be a performance that will help the team lift, and I think it will help him lift as well, because I think if there was any game he was going to lose, it was definitely going to be that last one against the Bengals, because he was playing literally on one leg. He was not able to do a lot of the things that he is normally able to do, uh, yet he was able to still will this team forward to get a win. Albeit that, I've got to say, his 
the defense stood up actually um, quite well in that game. They they caused a lot of problems for the Cincinnati offense. So if they can actually, uh, they're going to need to really amp it up again because uh, the running game with this Philadelphia Eagles team that's coming at them is really strong. Uh, but they 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 can elevate. I feel like they can. What I am majorly worried about, not so much worried about Mahomes' injury as such. He's got a good couple of weeks to you know lead into the Super Bowl. Uh, what I am worried about is who he's going to be able to throw the ball to. Uh, when they get there, uh, because they had a lot of injuries at the wide receiver spot, uh, considering that they were down to a bunch of backups uh, at the end of that AFC Championship game. So that's uh, that's a worry in terms of how they are tracking. It's a pretty cool uh, story that you got the first Super Bowl ever with two African American quarterbacks, hey? Absolutely, yeah, history in the making. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's it's a really wonderful, um, you know, I guess achievement for both of these quarterbacks. Great players. Uh, and it's it's just a great sign that the league is is progressing because there's been a lot of chat over the last couple of years uh, about the lack of diversity and the head coaching hires and that sort of stuff. So uh, just seeing that they are making progress on the field and achieving milestones like this, I think it's it's definitely a, a very healthy sign for the NFL. Okay, so you're you're going to be oh, it's this weekend. Is it th- it's this weekend, right? So what you're going to be doing is you're going to be sitting there with what Budweisers, uh, guacamole. <laughs> And just sitting there and just lining the cans up on the on the on the uh, the mantelpiece, right? Got to have some uh, buffalo wings in there as well, just just to add that into the mix. But you're pretty much spot on once again. I'm going to be um, I'll be wings, right, right in front of the television. I've got the uh, the entire day off next Monday is the um, Super Bowl game, so I'm going to be locked and loaded from the uh, you know, from the mid morning onwards to taking all of the game and everything that comes with it. The boss was, uh, I don't know if he was happy to give me the day off, but uh, but he managed to give it to me in the end. One day of the year. If he doesn't give you the day off, just don't go in anyway. Jared, <laughs> Jared I'm still asking for it. I've asked for Super Bowl Monday off. Uh, SNZ Mornings <laughs> with Ian Smith is only two hours because of the Super Bowl because we're then carrying the coverage. We've got live commentary oh, here. Oh, wow. Very so cool. I want the day off just to enjoy it like you I go big man buffalo wings beers nachos just do it all man well, okay so I missed the point here but lads buffalo wings is the big goer is that as well if you do it right I, yeah. oh, okay alright so stop right now stop <laughs> Mr Postman whoa 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 what sort of buffalo okay so you first Cronin what's flavoured buffalo wings uh, so, well, Buffalo Wings is a bit of an accidental flavour overall. Apparently it was, as the, the legend goes, it was to do with a lady trying to uh, feed her uh, drunk husband as he got home from the pub. Um, and it, it became a thing. Became, it caught on. Everyone was like, this is great. But, but what you got to have is the uh, the Buffalo Wings, you know, Buffalo flavouring on the wings. And then you got to have like something like a blue cheese dip to go with it. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, so that's, okay, so you got to meet it or beat it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Logan, meet it or beat it, baby. Well, I'm not huge. It depends on what on what your vibe is, what your tastes are like. Not everyone is huge on the blue cheese. So if you're not keen on that, there's all, always ranch. Ranch is always the go-to with uh, to dip your buffalo wings in as well. You can either That's deep safe. Fr- That's safe. It's mate. safe, but it, it is always good as long as you get the right one. Uh, best way to do it, if you haven't, I found if you've got an air fryer, Use it. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, okay, so I've got an air fryer. I don't know if mine's a flash air fryer, though. Well, it's actually my son's air fryer because his girlfriend gave him that, which I thought, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> Keep her on. But, but how, do, 
How do you how do you how long do you pop the wings in an air fryer? And do you have to cover them first, like you like know, put flour on them or something like that? Yeah, well, I actually I don't know how, I don't know how you feel about this, Jared, and I love how this is steered into a, a chicken wings <laughs> debate. Buffalo wings, please. Yeah, do you do you coat it or do you go naked and just sauce it? <laughs> this is PG thirteen, well, by the way. That's right. There's, there's, there's all sorts of phrasing going on. What you just said, but um, do you go naked yeah, or sauce? I, I, I go sauce. I'd go. I'd go just sauce. I think. I think it's how you do. It. I've actually just got a new air fryer as well, so I might have to give this a whirl. Do you go naked or sauce it? <laughs> well, that's the great. That's the best line of the day. Doing. Do Hi, I'm Logan Sands. I go naked and sauce it. <laughs> I'm glad Jared's on the uh, same boat there. One, it takes less effort, and two, you could probably eat more because uh, you don't have all that flour and stuff for filling you up. Okay, okay, let's stop you again. Use your wardrobe. <laughs> what is the maximum amount of buffalo wings that you should eat during a Super Bowl, Gerard? There, there is no maximum. There's whoa, no whoa, little piggy, <laughs> piggy in the middle over there. What about you? Um, I'm, with, I'm on Team Cronin. Righty ho, okay, sends you, uh, Logan. Okay, sends. You know why I called you sends? Because in my phone I've got Logan sends. <laughs> so Swinkle Toes, you just go and turn that. <laughs> oh, don't get all. He's pouting. He's pouting. He's giving the pout. Hey, uh, I want to talk about the, the my other favourite team apart from the 49ers, apart from the Cowboys, which is the 49ers, because they've got all sorts of bother. And it's all about the QB, right? So Brock Purdy comes out after um, Trey Lance falls over and Jimmy G drops over and looks okay, right? Not that he played the championship game. So what would you be doing if you were the 49ers going forward? That's a big question. Uh, Well, you're the person to answer it. I I would say um, I would go with the two guys on the rookie contracts. i go with Trey Lance uh, and Brock Purdy. Now, both of these guys are on a bit of a timeline in terms of when they will be available to play. I believe Trey Lance will be available before Brock Purdy, so you might have to run with Trey in the initial uh, run-through. But uh, Uh, but as the 49ers, excuse me for jumping in, but as the 49ers, he has played for them before but hasn't shown what his number two uh, billing was. Yeah, it's a bit of an interesting one. I guess he hasn't really had maybe enough time to really develop, but uh, the thing with Trey Lance is that he actually has hardly played any football over the past four or five years due to um, injuries over the college period and, and then COVID problems as well with um, you know various games being cancelled. So he hasn't actually had a great run in terms of actually getting reps uh, under his belt. Uh, but I think that they'll, they'll want to give him at least a shot because they invested a lot to get him. Um, so it's, it's really one of those things that they're probably not at the point where they want to admit they, they may have got it wrong, um, but they've got him on there and also Brock Purdy when he comes back and gets the elbow um, you know, surgery uh, recovered and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I think they may look to go to him, but it, it, at least it gives them a couple of options. If Trey Lance comes out and sets the world on fire, then yay, hooray, everything's fine. Uh, if he struggles, then you've got Brock Purdy coming back and you can see what happens from there. All right. Who would, who would you like? Who would you like to see starting the season next year? Well, uh, to be honest, if Brock Purdy was healthy, I'd actually like to see, see him um, get a run. Um, and, and Jimmy G, yeah. just we were put in the dustbin. Jimmy G, does he yeah. go somewhere else? No, Cole Shanahan, the coach, has already um, he's basically said in the media that there is no possibility uh, that uh, Jimmy G will be sticking around. Where so, does he go? Well, that's, that's, that becomes an interesting question itself because there's a lot of teams that really could do with it a quarterback like Jimmy who does a solid enough job and he's just a proven winner over time. So um, he, he can go to any number of spots at this point. Well, that helped. 
Well, is Las Sorry. Vegas going to be open? You see, there's, they've got a huge problem right now because they've got uh, Derek Carr, who's got, if he stays till at least February 15, he's guaranteed, and he can veto any trade, he's guaranteed just over $40 million. Yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting, sticky little situation, talking about buffalo wings. Um, so, yeah, Derek Carr, he actually came out with probably the quote of the Pro Bowl um, where he said that uh, he'd gone out and set things on fire in the, uh, the skills challenge, throwing pinpoint passes everywhere and leading the challenge and that sort of stuff. And he said, yeah, it wasn't quite good enough to be able to stick around here in Vegas. So a little bit of a shot at the old team. Uh, but I think he, he can do whatever he wants. I don't think he's typically a spiteful sort of guy. So I think you're probably try and find a place for him to move on to pretty quickly. Uh, in terms of the Raiders side of things, there's a, a few whispers around the place that they are going to go all in on a guy called Aaron Rodgers. So that's the latest uh, the latest going around the trap. So that could be, uh, yeah, that could be interesting. A guy like Jimmy Garoppolo would, would suit going to the Raiders as well, of course. But, you know, I suppose if you want to go for Aaron Rodgers and all that comes with him, uh, it's probably worth a shot. Are you happy, like some of the cynics are writing, that Brady's done? Uh, not really. No, I, I, um, I guess I'm always surprised whenever Tom Brady retires. Um, he got me the first time, and then uh, then he came back, and I, was, I, you know, I wasn't surprised. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like he's uh, he's such a guy that he, he's maintained such a, a high level across his entire career. Uh, things didn't end well this year at the Bucks, but um, I don't think that was you know, entirely down to him. I think there was a lot of things going on there. Um, so yeah, I, I'm 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 sad that he is gone. I've never really cheered for any of the teams that he's played for, but um, but I do absolutely respect the fact that he was still throwing the ball around at age of 45. I struggle to throw a tennis ball, and and, uh, and I'm only 41. So uh. well, that's because you have too many buffalo wings. That's your problem. <laughs> Hey, hey, just before I let you go, and I am going to let you go so you can figure out whether you're going to go naked and sauce it or not for your <laughs> buffalo wings. This whole Pro Bowl and flag footy, I, I'm lost. I, I, I don't like it at all. Now, am I am I a purist that I want to see proper football, or are they just trying to find, as Logan suggested before, a fresher market? Yeah, I think that's probably feeds into it. I think they're also trying to avoid the old, uh, the big old monster in the closet, which is the uh, the concussion problems that you know come with playing a full contact game. So they've tried to find innovative ways to go around and you know make it so that players can show off the skills and all sort of what they can do, but without actually having that you know risk and that contact for the Pro Bowl itself. Now, come uh, on, now tell I, me what you really think. <laughs> to be honest, I, I I hadn't really enjoyed the full contact Pro Bowls anyway oh. for a number of years. I think they were probably uh, due to get the scrap. Um, but ha- having said that, I actually more enjoy the individual skills. Like, you know, when the, the wide receivers do their crazy catches. And they had one this year which was called uh, Kick Tack Toe, uh, which involved a punter, a long snapper, and a kicker. And of course, they had a big board up on the wall, and they were trying to you know kick or, or snap the ball up to try and you know get the tic-tac-toe uh, three in a row sort of deal. So uh, just funny little um, things like that uh, made me think that, you know, there's, there's some there's something there. It could well be something that they might want to look to even take internationally. They're trying to spread the NFL footprint around the globe. So I think an event like that would be probably perfect to, uh, you know, take all the best players to a, a far-flung country like, I don't know, New Zealand. Okay, final final thing. It comes from a text from Kimberly on our Timber Bedpost text line, and this is for both of you to listen up to. Uh-oh. Blue cheese dip. Obviously for your buffalo wings. Half a cup of sour cream. 
half a cup of crumbled up blue cheese. And I think that's the key, what sort of blue cheese you use, right? I think you've got to be very careful about that one. A quarter of a cup of mayo. Oh, how rich is this? Half a teaspoon of crushed garlic. One tablespoon of milk. The juice of half a lemon. For a moment, it looked like a juice of half a lemon. I went, oh, what's a what's a half a lemon? It's actually half a lemon. It's just she put the letters together. Salt and pepper to taste. Whisk with a fork. Refrigerate. Dip and enjoy. Use a mild blue cheese, one that says creamy. Oh, I like this little little garnish. Maybe a sprinkle of spring onion. A Logan sprinkles. Of spring onion. <laughs> so, do you she, like she the, did, Do you like that one, Kimberly? Well, she didn't you, mention if uh, if there's was there clothes being worn or not. I'm, I'm a little bit confused. Oh wow, wow, <laughs> whoa, whoa. We're meant whoa. to keep it PG thirteen here. PG thirteen, uh, Cronin. You sound like you're sitting in the toilet as it is with that audio coming out. Anyway, I think we should go now. I think, Kimberly, <laughs> you're invited to my Super Bowl party. If I'm if I'm having one, if I'm allowed the morning off, <laughs> well, Kimberly, you're in. Hey, uh, Jared, always a pleasure talking to you. Happy Super Bowl. Lovely to talk to you, and we'll talk to you again sometime, mate. Awesome. Thanks very much, guys. Looking forward to the Super Bowl. Woohoo! <laughs> Jared Cronin out of Sydney. There's a wild woohoo. <laughs> knows his Super Bowl, knows his NFL. Where has the time gone? Well, we know it's gone because we've turned into a cooking show. Blues cheese dip. Mm-mm. Can we put that up online anyone for some, anywhere for someone? Can we put that up on the website or something? Are we able to do that sort of thing? Put it up on put up on the Twitter. Put on the on the SNZ Mornings with Smithy. Put it up on the Twitter handle and put out that blue cheese dip. It's one twenty seven.